News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Minister for Transport Eamon Ryan has today launched the government's first EV charging infrastructure strategy. The project will see 100 million spent on public charging infrastructure over the next three years. And Eamon Ryan joins us now. Minister, can you start please by outlining the details of this new project? Yeah, it is to really push the the rollout of electric vehicles right across the countries. And that'll include buses and heavy goods vehicles as well as cars. Um, It'll start the week after next um, allowing sports clubs. Uh, We've got 15 million euro schemes so that uh, sports clubs right across the country will be able to put in charging charging points. Everyone can see the sense of that. Go there to watch the match, bring the kids, whatever. You can charge up and that'll be a big help to the community. We're also, I suppose, a lot of this is coming as well from European legislation and within Europe we're agreeing that on the motorway network, every 60 kilometres, we'll have fast, high-speed charging points, sort of thing that might charge your car up to about 80% in 15 minutes or so, and that they would exist every 60 kilometres. Now, there are already those sort of charging points in place. We have about 370 of those fast charging points, but we need to triple that. Um, and I could go on. The work with our local government hasn't worked yet. We've had a grant scheme to try and encourage local authorities to put in charges, but it hasn't worked. So we're changing it. We're giving them greater support. And particularly for those areas where you don't have the drive, you don't, you can't park the car and charge, those neighbourhood areas, to use the likes of lampposts or other new um, connection points on the street to help people who who can't get their own charger and indeed to share chargers, to allow households to actually rent out their chargers so neighbours could use it. Um, and last but not least, and there's a whole variety of elements to this, one of the developments, and we've tried this already, we started in Finglas, there's a really good example where we've put in a car sharing hub and charging and an e-bike sharing and charging. And in that case, you don't even have to own the car. It'll be a network in the cities across the country where we put in, or the local authorities put in, these municipal car sharing and charging points. And can I ask you, because it's interesting you meant that we've had grant schemes before, they haven't worked. We covered it about two days ago on the show, the fact that there was a grant scheme that over five years was supposed to produce a thousand charging points around the country and only four local authorities for a start even applied to use it. And I think it's in the tens, not the thousands, not the hundreds were actually delivered. So so it, it didn't work at all. How how will this be different? There was money attached to that scheme as well, but no local authorities appeared to take it up. So I think one of the main reasons is that there were, while there was a €5,000 grant, that wasn't enough. So we're switching towards a higher percentage to cover 75% of the costs. Uh, and and we're working with local authorities and also working critically at this. The key role in this is will be with the ESB and AirGrid, our, our, our grid companies, because... Uh, to manage this well and to do this well, it's getting the electricity to the right place. And uh, be that in the petrol station on the motorway, be it at the local community centre, it is, it's, it's critical that we get this, uh, get the electricity to the right place. But also we use it in the right time. One of the developments we want to keep going here is that we do want a lot of home charging. There's real advantages in that. By about 2030, we think maybe about 5% of our electricity will be used uh, in this way. And it's, it's a really good use because it means we don't have to import fossil fuels. But the more we use that at night, 
the more it balances our grid. It helps us actually use up the renewable power we have. And for the householder, okay. there's a big there's a big advantage as but well. The cost of electricity in the middle of the night is a fraction of what it is during the it day. It is, and charging in that way does look like it's efficient. But there's a huge headline on the front of today's Irish Times saying the new 100 mil- million euro uh, EV charging plan is going to put further pressure on the national grid. Are you concerned that the grid can take this additional, I, I suppose, use uh, 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 of its, its resources? Yes, and and we're going like this is the new industrial revolution of our time. It is the switch to use of electricity rather than fossil fuels, to use of our own renewable power and and storing that and using it wisely. And as I said, when we're charging our batteries in the middle of the night, that's really clever use of our power. And even down the line, and this will take time, to have that capability and flexibility using smart meters to switch things on and off, matching when the wind comes, and also to allow to go power back from the batteries into the grid to keep it stable. That's where we're going to go. Both ESB and AirGrid are world leading in this. Okay. And lastly, just before we move on, the, the, I know about the destination points, the retail centres, the, the sports clubs and all that. That does sound good. And then, and then, then this idea of every 60 kilometres on the motorway, a charging point. You'd rarely be 60 kilometres in Ireland from a petrol station. Is every 60 kilometres enough to allay the kind of range anxiety, I suppose, that many people have that puts them off EVs? Well, I don't think people are being put off like it's taking off like a rocket at the moment. Like the sales last year, was it up 80%? They, they, they are up hugely, but there's still a very small part of the market. And, and, and I'll tell you, I don't drive an EV and, and I would be worried about having one in case I wasn't able to get a charge and I got stuck somewhere. So it's, it's in my head. I imagine it's in other people's too. Yeah, main thing, to, to allay that fear, that's why we're spending this 100 million. So we do keep up with the charging infrastructure. So you think but the think 60, every 60k is enough is what you're saying? We have various reasons of advantage in this. One is that the distances in Ireland are not that long. Like you can't go that far before you hit ocean one side or the other. And also a relatively mild climate. And also we have a lot of this renewable power. Um, so we have every reason to switch. Well, we have to. We have to for climate reasons, but also we have to for energy security reasons and economic reasons. So not doing it is not an option. What we need to do in government and what we are doing is making sure that we provide the power so people can do it without having those worries. We now need to focus on not just cars, but switching to e-bikes and e-buses, as I said, but also switching to car sharing as a way of reducing the cost. That's the way we're going to go. Minister, the, 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 the Pascal Donoghue issue, are you happy with the explanation that the minister gave over his election expenses arising out of services that he received from Michael Stone? Yes, I mean, he, he himself admitted he made a mistake, he got it wrong, and I think that's honest and, and correct. Uh, it's up to the standards and public office uh, to consider whether they will take a further investigation on, on the back of the complaint that was raised. Um, and I think that's that's what happen, needs to happen now. Let them decide uh, to look at uh, his response and, and the information if, that he's provided. If, if a breach is is declared by SIPO, if they say, "Look, this 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 is a fundamental breach," is the is the minister's position then in question? I don't think so. I mean, I think in this instance, I think my sense of what people I've talked to in the public elsewhere that we should keep a proportionate response here is that he admitted he made a mistake. Uh, and no, listen, we have to take keep the highest rigour and standards when it comes to spending rules around elections. Absolutely accept that. But is that 
is that mistake the reason why someone have to resign? If that was the case, I think there's a lot of politicians in Dáil Éireann tomorrow who'd have to consider their position because we do sometimes make mistakes. Okay, and, and lastly, on uh, lastly on this, My- Michael Stone, the donor, ended up working for the LDA, a state body. Is there a con- and I'm not intimating any wrongdoing on the part of Michael Stone or indeed the minister, but is there a concern or about the perception of people who donate in general to political parties ending up in in in, in I suppose state roles? My understanding, well, firstly, he, he's not paid in those state roles. He is accepting or he's taking the roles without personal gain on it. It was back in 2019 when Mr. Stone was appointed there. So I don't know the circumstances in terms of his appointment. But we also have to be careful here, here that we don't dissuade people from taking on state roles for fear that it might be seen as okay. improper or in, in, inopportune in some ways. So... Um, no, that's fair. That's a, that, 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 that's a fair comment. Uh, very lastly, tomorrow you are launching the Pathfinder scheme in Athlone, the first all-electric town bus service in the country. Um, I'm sure you're very proud of this. Can we expect to see this rolled out to other areas? Yes, we need to not just electrify the car fleet, but we, we will be electrifying our bus fleet, our rail fleet, our HGR, our heavy goods vehicles. The entire system is going to go electric as a way of saving money, relying on our own resources and cutting the emissions. What's happening in that loan tomorrow is the first significant step in that direction. Green Party leader and Minister for Transport, Eamon Ryan, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.